I'm Clyde Lewis. You're about to listen to a sample of today's Ground Zero show. I'm Clyde Lewis, and this is Ground Zero. The number is to call tonight, 503-225-0860. That's 503-225-0860. Heard all over the country, thanks to 175 terrestrial radio stations, various networks, various program directors. We really appreciate your support. There are many shows you could choose from. You choose, you've chosen Ground Zero, and that's awesome. Thank you so much for broadcasting us. For those of you that aren't getting us anywhere on the radio, you can always find us at Aftermath.fm. We're on from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Uh, that's uh, Monday through Friday. Just got word that Talkers Magazine has now made us the 75th most popular show. That's competing with a lot of other well-knowns. But uh, we're 75th now. We were not even in the top 100, so we're building here. Slowly but surely, it's an independent show. You know, you, it, 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 you have to climb the ladder a little bit. And so climbing the ladder takes a lot of support from you, and we appreciate that support. And for those of you that are subscribers to Aftermath.media, we really appreciate that as well because uh, for those of you that want to listen to the show at a more convenient time, we have it available to you in our own little digital playground that, of course, uh, we have uh, social media platforms, we have uh, study groups, we have movies, we have uh, other shows, other podcasts that we have available you can listen to as well, not just Ground Zero, but others and a whole lot of other good spiffs that you get when you subscribe to Aftermath.media. That's Aftermath.media. Also, if you're having a hard time finding us, you can always go to TalkStreamLive.com. There, the radio stations that broadcast our show are there, linked, and you can listen on their feeds if you wish. So when people say, how do I find you? You know, spread the word. Tell people this is how you find Clyde. He's all over the place. I'm all over trying to find ways so people can hear the program. And, you know, in some cases it may take a lot of work, but, you know. What kind of time do we have anymore? We're just sitting around with this whole COVID thing. Um, a lot of people are getting out of their homes now because it's warmer. Um, I was reading today something about how we're not going to meet the July 4th goal of 70% vaccinated. And, they're, and then now they're pushing the Delta variant to scare people. The Delta variant, the Delta variant. And I'm thinking, guys, give it up, okay? You know, 70%, we're probably at 65% or 64%. So we may, you know, we may eventually meet that goal. But July 4th, we're sorry it's not happening because a lot of people are not convinced that, you know, it's going to be good for them to get the vaccine. And, you know, but I mean, there are good things and bad things about being in lockdown. I mean, the only good thing I can find about COVID is that, you know, the pandemic has given me the opportunity to watch some very entertaining TV shows. And and also, you know, we've been, as I've mentioned before, Liam and I, we're going down the list of the best movies that are out there. We're watching those as well. We're just kind of getting in all of the pop culture we can before we have to, you know, get back to, I guess, some a modicum of normal. I don't know. There was so many TV shows and movies I've seen, and I've wanted to comment on them immediately after I've seen them. But the only problem is, that in my excitement, I often give out spoilers. At least that's what I'm told. I'm told I'm notorious for giving out spoilers. So I have to wait in hopes that many more people watch the show so I can share them and, and share my feelings about what I see and explain a lot of things of what I see. So I, I'm just going to say this. Okay. If I 
I'm going to talk about a few things I've seen. And if, if, if you don't want to hear any spoilers, I don't think I'm giving any spoilers away because I mean, I, I wait, I've been waiting a long time. So if you haven't seen it yet, or you don't want to see the show, let me, or, you know, then you can tune out, you can tune in, whatever you want to do. I mean, um, I want to talk about one of the most terrifying TV shows that I've seen in a long time is on Amazon Prime right now. It's called Them. Now, Them's been out for a while. The show Them has been out for a while. Um, and so if you haven't seen Them and have planned to see the TV show Them, then there may be a little bit of spoilage here. I don't know. I mean, I don't know how long spoilers become spoilers. I don't know how long TV shows spoil after they've been out for a while. I mean, they can go moldy if you don't watch them. But for those who are curious about this TV show, I'm not giving away any details, but I, I'll, I'll tell you about why it terrifies me. Um, well, first of all, in the TV show Them, the horrors are twofold. Basically, the story is about a black American family that relocates from uh, rural North Carolina to Los Angeles. And it was during the time of the Great Migration, I think 50s, 60s, they were telling you know black Americans, black American families, get away from Jim Crow South, come to the West. Uh, we've got homes out here for you. It was called the redlining. They were redlining black families. And But what's scary about moving to California, this, uh, this family moves from North Carolina to California, is that they're met with terrors from every turn, both from supernatural forces within their seemingly idyllic new home and, of course, the brutal racism of their white neighbors in the community. There are some neighbors that are, well, most of the neighbors in that area don't like the idea of having a black family move into their suburban white neighborhood. So it's the tale of two monsters. There's racial hate, and then there's evil, it lurks in their homes. Now, when you watch it, you ask yourself, well, what terrifies you more? That sound down in the basement that you can't explain? Or that neighbor at the end of the block who's been staring at your house every single day? You don't have to be white or black or anything to experience this. I remember there were neighbors that used to stare. We used to have, uh, when I lived in this little town called Midvale, Utah, we had neighbors that were called the Curtises. And for some reason, my father and Mr. Curtis were having a feud. We'd always fight. The family would always fight between us, and they would stare at us. They would they would actually peep on our family. We had a little white house, and they had this big house. They had boats. And they had all this stuff across the street from us. So I don't know how we had such a little white, you know, ramshackle house, and and then they had this nice, beautiful home across the street. And they would always, always find a way to stare at us, see what we were doing, and, and their kids would come over and bully my brother or bully me. And so there were some things about neighbors when you live in tight neighborhoods like this, you know, back, you know, back in the, that was back in the seventies, sixties and seventies. This, this is the TV shows set in the fifties, sixties. So, um, but there, there are those scares of strange things you hear in the basement and your neighbors that you don't get along with. But there was one particular scare that bothered me because. I and several other people that I have met or talked with, and in the time that I've done this show, which is about 30 years, I have dreamed about this one character that is in them. And it's a character that not only have I dreamt about, but dreamed about. I've actually seen him in the corner of my eye. He's the dark, looming figure 
that wears a large brimmed hat and grins at you with the most maniacal grin. I call him the grinning man or the hat man. I mean, it, and it isn't until like the third episode in that you see this black hat man. Terrifying exchange between him and one of the main characters named Lucky. He's on a crosstown bus. And it's all of a sudden there's no reason for this. This this man in black, this black-hatted man, it's just creepy. I, I don't even know how to explain it. And the thing about this character is that apparently he is poisoning the minds of the black families that move into East Compton in this TV show, causing one woman to maim her husband and murder her children and another to murder her family before ending up in an institution. Now, the reason the black hat man is so concerned with getting black families out of East Compton is basically because we realize that he has made a deal or he made a deal with the devil while he was alive. For the longest time, we wonder where this man comes from up until I think about eight episodes in, some dark and dreary episodes. There could have been a story in and of itself where we learned that his man, this man with the black hat, this scary, terrifying man with a black hat is named Hiram Epps. And he was once a man of God, lived in the 1800s, loses his family. So he believes that God sent him an orphan named Miles, and he's supposed to raise this orphan. In actuality, Miles turns, you know, Miles is this evil child. And he's working to isolate Hiram from the rest of the community. Well, this black couple eventually come in. They come from Oregon, I guess. They get shunned from Oregon. They come in. This is the 1800s. And they're in this community. And their wagon breaks down and they need help. But Hiram says, well, we give them respect. We give them, we treat them as guests here in this com- compound, in this commune. And... But then he reads the Bible, and apparently the Bible or something influences him to think that these two black, this man and this woman, are evil. And so he forces the couple into slavery, and he does some other horrible things to them, and he believes that God is telling him to do this. And so he makes this covenant where he's going to be immortal, and as long as he breaks any person of color that tries to move into East Compton. So he becomes this, what's called an uh, Eidolon, um, uh, E-I-D-O-L-O-N, Eidolon, which is a, basically a, a phantom, a black black hat man, phantom shadow person. Um, and once again, it's, a, it's, a, it's an image that has been used in many movies and many TV shows. Um, and he's this, this and it, 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 it's just terrifying even to describe him. He's this tall, menacing lanky um, character and he's got a white face dark eyes and he has this grin on his face that is it's indescribable it's chilling it's horrifying and many people I've, I've done shows about him before and many people have dreamt about him dreamt about this man this this man in black with the black hat and the white face and the dark eyes And when he was in this TV show, Them, it was even more terrifying to realize that the person who did this movie or this TV show obviously had a vision of this hat man, this phantom. 503-225-0860. 
That's 503-225-0860. I'm Clyde Lewis. You're listening to Ground Zero. And we'll be back. I'm Clyde Lewis, and you've just listened to a segment of Ground Zero. In order to access the complete archive shows and podcasts, you must sign up on our secured server at Aftermath.media. It's only $4.99 a month for the archive shows and podcasts. Or if you want access to the Ground Zero online library, which includes videos, audio clips, ebooks, documents, a social media platform, plus the archive shows and podcasts, it's $9.99 a month. Again, that's Aftermath.media. That's Aftermath.media. Thanks for supporting Ground Zero.